0: I'm Dusty Lokane and I just dumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Boom! <laughs> Listen, I walk in the spot. Dirty you and me and some All
1: my <laughs> All right, today we got Dusty Lokane hopping off the porch with us today. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that I need a fee, but I got a gang members with me too. <laughs> What's up, gang? For sure. What's going on with you, bro? What you working out here in Atlanta? Hey, I just been out
0: here working with my son, Young Blue. Feel me? About to tap in with, um, with Asian and Door. Uh, I'm trying to just, you feel me? Build up my catalog in terms of in terms of the music I'm making, who I'm making it with. For sure.
1: How often do you get to come out here to work?
0: I love out here, boy. I love Atlanta. It's more Elena for me. Yeah. <laughs> feel me? So I be out here. I like, in all honesty, I feel like my biggest tracks majority of them was made out here. That's right. Yeah, yeah.
1: How does it compare back home to Brooklyn?
0: Um, I'd say it's, it's a slower pace, you know, and, like, in the towns, you know, everybody more, I feel like they more straightforward, to be honest with you, out here. Everybody's just smiling. I don't know. It's just a different vibe. In the towns, you get more and more. Everybody's just aggressive. Yeah. You feel I me? Mean? Like, that's
1: how it is. And what is life like back in Canarsie, for those who don't know? <laughs> I tell everybody, like... It's like any regular any regular any regular um
0: kid growing up in the hood, like you got a choice to make. It's whether, you know, like I said, you gon' you gonna stay in your, in your books, get a good education, get a good job, or you turn to the streets, or you have hoop dream. You see what I'm saying? So either way it's, it's one of the three.
1: How would you describe your childhood growing up in Canarsie?
0: I ain't have no bad childhood, you feel me? I, I I knew all the all the um gang bangers, all the all the homies and shit. For me, I was focused on basketball, so that was my main. That was my main like goal to like be a basketball player, you know. Uh, but when I didn't turn out, like, you know how that shit go. So I was like I said through high school, I still jack rips all that, but I wasn't actively gang banging. You see what I'm saying? Like, but then when you know shit, shit hit the fan, I had to turn to that,
1: you know not going to
0: say too much, but yeah.
1: <laughs> so when would you consider yourself jumping off the porch? And by that I mean just experiencing life on your own. Been jumped
0: off the porch. <laughs> no, nah, but i say, like, heavy? Yes, um, 18, 17, 18. Seven, well, yeah, 17, yeah,
1: facts. And what type of trials and tribulations did you go through to make you feel like, all right, I'm a man now?
0: Getting knocked, fighting cases, Um. You know, being put in situations that you know you got to perform. And when you realize you could perform in them situations, it's like everything easier. You do what you want. You don't really focus on no consequences. So
1: like, during college, you had hoop
0: dreams, right? Um, I only did a semester of college. I got kicked out. So I wasn't there for no long period of time. I was, um, I was on a, what you call that shit? Uh, a partial scholarship. I had a juco and shit. So I wasn't really... I wasn't really playing no 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 high level college basketball or nothing. So when I got out there, I started tweaking. I wasn't really even going to class, wasn't going to practice, and then um, started getting mad altercations with niggas, and then they tossed me. You feel me? Like middle of the second semester, i probably like a month into the second semester as I came back from a winter break, facts.
1: So once you got expelled, did it hurt your feelings? And you got like, man.
0: Yeah, boy. Cause you gotta understand, like I'm telling you, bro. Like I put all my, you know, when your mother say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, I did that. Feel me? Like I was really in high school. I went to school because of of a basketball. Like you go to school because you know you're after I want to go to basketball practice. But if I don't go to school, I can't go to basketball practice because the coach gonna tell me, "Yo, how I don't see you here?" You know, listed on on attendance. So I knew, like, in order for me to be the best player I wanted to be, I was. I will say forced, because I am not gonna lie to you, I ain't really like school, feel me? Like the learning part. I like being with being with the dogs and them and shit, but like the learning part, it was like I, I don't know, my attention's a little short or oh hard. So my eyes <laughs> are <ass is> sitting <laughs> start dazing off for the dad looks, yeah. Feel me? But yeah, facts.
1: So what would you say is the biggest life lessons you learned growing up? Biggest life lessons,
0: you know, um, trust no man. I feel like really don't put your trust in nobody in particular, you know? And it is genuine love. But you gotta, it takes time. It's not something you'll just find overnight. I'm talking about it from all, from all, from all types of people. Like, for feel me, for me and my A and R alone. Like, that's somebody who showed genuine love. But I ain't it ain't happened overnight. I it took me a time to get there. So I feel like the biggest thing for me is like um and also staying humble. Definitely staying humble, you feel me? I feel like that's what put got me through all of this. You know, not not boasting out my testing and trying to act like somebody I'm not, just, you feel me? Stay, stay in me.
1: That's solid.
0: So when would you say you started making music? A thousand months ago, officially. Like, wow, really, I had confidence, and I actually not wanted to do it, but I had shit to talk about. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm now coming home. I was remanded, so I'm now coming home, and I was just like, I was aggravated, upset about a few situations. And I couldn't physically go out and handle them at the time. Everybody telling me, "Yo, chill, chill." So I spoke about it, and that's how rolling and controlling came about. So
1: I say from there it was up. So when you say rolling and controlling, all that's when you started taking it serious. Yeah,
0: cause you know I, I made that freestyle, and it spoke to me. You know, and like I said at the time, I was going through shit. So that shit really spoke to me, and we went from there. Like my son. My son Bobby told me, yo, no funny shit, drop this. Cause I, I might be able to, I had doubt on oh, Cause at the time when I dropped it, nigga, my niggas around me, they wasn't really bumping it heavy. You see what I'm saying? Like it was just me.
1: Yeah. Every
0: day in the car, like niggas just like, yeah, this nigga gonna play this shit every day. <laughs> Feel me? And then my son Bobby tapped in with me. He heard that shit. He said, look, I bet my whole career on this shit. Feel me? Like, drop the audio, you gonna take off. I guarantee it. And yeah, young nigga
1: took off on oh, That's hard, 20 million views later. Yeah, 20 million views later, That's two words. How was it feeling to know, like, okay, to trust in yourself and to have people around you know that you're supported enough to go ahead and release your creations to their world?
0: I feel like the support made it easier for me, because I had it predetermined in my head already that I was going to do something big, I just didn't know what it was. So like, even from basketball, I'd sit there and say, yeah, I'm going to make it to the league. So I always was, I always reached, you know, always was somebody who kept reaching, trying to get higher to another level. So. It was just, all it really was, was based off was what I was going to do. I just had to figure that out. And when I figured it, and then I had people around me telling me how much they, they knew I could do it, it was like, it's a no-brainer. I did that shit.
1: That's solid. And another supportive person in your career was Pop Smoke. And well, definitely.
0: About... Long live the cards. feel me? Uh, that's, a, that's, that's somebody coming from where I'm from. You see what I'm saying? So for me, that's like watching him do it, it's motivation, you feel me? Nobody, not too many people could say they did what he did. Left the legacy, he left, you feel me? So like I said, it's just, it's just appreciation always to that man. Never be no hate, never be no, I see people trying to give me the hair, ain't none of that. I don't have no hate in my body, you understand me? So the way I see this, I just I just look at it like, damn, that's a, that was a legend. A legend in, in, a, in a year on a dead load, you see what I'm saying? So no funny shit, two years,
1: two words. One thing I find most commendable about you is you don't try to clout chase the fact that you knew. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I grew up
0: with him. Yeah, but I don't just openly say that to everybody. I don't feel like I ain't really, I ain't really. It's not genuine. Again, like I go back to, I'm I'm a genuine nigga, so everything I do is genuine. I can't sit here and feel like yo, if I tell this nigga yo I grew up with with the cards, that shit gonna give me some some points or some stripes. Yeah. Hell no, that shit ain't doing nothing for me. That's. That's to me more or less you, you, you leeching off somebody else's success. So I always see, I, I try to just stay in my own lane with everything. And when it's my time, it's my time.
1: That's solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you deal with the comparisons? I laugh at them, majority. Because <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's, it's never a, a bad thing to be compared, you know? But like I said, it's, it's, it's little understanding of who I am right now, you know? I'm still on the come up. So I don't blame nobody for those comparisons. Neighborhood, neighborhood. Feel me? But. More or less, I just look at it like they see something in me that was also in somebody else. <laughs> That's it. I'm just, I'm going to show you through the music where we separate though. For sure. Down the line.
1: That's it. Who would you say are some of your musical influences?
0: Heavy, Chicago drill. I'd say that was one of the big ones for me. And then you could go back to the, um, the, um, the, 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 you feel me? The legends of, of, of New York, you know, Biggie, Jay-Z, shit like that. but. Chicago drill what did it for me in terms of like, cause I was around the age when I think, what, GTA was out. I had my P3 nigga, all the Mondem, we on the phones, we on our house phones. Feel me playing GTA like, oh, cut. and all we playing in the background is Welcome to phase on Land, Herbo shit, Lil' Bibby shit, Chief Keep shit. So that, I'm not even gonna lie, that stuck with me. That stuck with me. So till this day, I could I could spit you with a, with a, with a, with a majority of uh, uh, um, Welcome to the phase o Land. Tracks just off the strength of that, so that was a big influence for me. And then of course, um, like I said, the Cuts too, big influence in terms of music. Feel me, pop. So, but besides that, yeah, I ain't really, I wasn't really bumping nobody else heavy.
1: That's kind of solid to hear a New York drill rapper commend a Chicago drill scene as influence. Oh yeah, because
0: it's like, I know who I am. Feel me? So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to downplay what they did. Like. They, they started something, but it, it's different. It's like New York is different from Chicago. So when you hear our drill, it's not the same to this. So it's not like we really, ain't no copying or no nothing. It's just you fucked with it, caught a vibe for it. You just put your own little twist to it. So that's how, that's how I feel about it.
1: Solid. So after rolling in control and hit 20 mil, what was your reaction?
0: Keep going. For sure. Wasn't really no reaction for me. And right after that,
1: you followed up with Orlando. How was that?
0: And that's another one that's like, that's like, a, I ain't really, it wasn't planned on, on being made, but it was the, the mood I was in at the time. So um, that's what I really came from for me. It was more or less like, a, um, it was a vibe, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to do that. Be real with you. I ain't. that's another one. I didn't think it was going to do that. but. Again, matter of fact, I'm politicking. Bobby, I told you. I said, Yo, Rolando's next. So I, I put it next because that was the order in which I really did it. Like, I made Roland the controller, met up with Bobby, made Rolando. After that, like, we, we, he used to take me to the studio, you know, in the beginning, and I would just freestyle, freestyle everything. Still to this day, I do so. But um, yeah, Rolando, for me, watching that, the video, watching the video go up is what really had me like, damn. Feel me? And then people was really fucking with it. So, like I said,
1: that was the second one for me was like, okay, we did it again. Yeah. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Straight up. Did the support take you by surprise when everybody was knowing your music? Yeah, I feel like if it's one thing when I see them kids
0: or like, um, you, know, you know, I'll be reposting a lot of stuff on my IG. But when I see them kids, like saying my lyrics, that shit is different. That shit always put a smile on my face before anything. So I feel like, um yeah, the, 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 the most important thing is like, when it comes to this to this music shit, is remembering that you, when you talking, other people could relate to what you're saying. No matter the age, no matter the, the race, you know, no matter nothing, ethnicity. If it's music, is music, you feel me? For everybody to enjoy.
1: Straight up. How did you get your rap man?
0: Be, uh, I say this is so I feel like I gotta repeat this shit don't repeat. yo. <laughs> um, um, it's simple, but really. Like, in the hood, if you know what dusty mean, if you know what the term moving dusty, from, you know, you know that that's something that you adapt. It's not something niggas just 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 call you. It's a way of life you gotta live all the time. From the time you wake up from the time you go to sleep. From, it can't be um, flip-floppy. So that's really dusty right there. Solid nigga who won't go. Staying on time, you feel me? And then the low cane is just, that's Crip shit. That's the finesse. So I always say it's a little gritty, a little finesse. For sure, that's the low cane, Facts.
1: What's your current thoughts on the rap game as of now? Oh, um, I feel like it's a lot of up and coming, you know, talent. Um, but I feel like it's wide open. It's for the taking. What's one of the biggest sacrifices you feel you had to make for your career this far? Oh man, just a, adjusting
0: to like the, 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 the fame, because when I'm used to seeing somebody staring at me for too long and a nigga preying my body, I think we got beef Like already. That's the type of time I'm on. So now when it's like you see a nigga preying you, then he coming out with his, with his hand out. like Feel me? It's like, damn. I had to adjust to that. So now I try to put a, a little smile on my face, not be too serious. Feel me? Trying to bust a little one, two smile. I appreciate you. Thank you. Feel me? Because I really do. They're my fans. So that was the biggest adjustment. Biggest adjustment. Looking at shit different, you
1: know? How would you describe the music scene back in New York as of now? It's, It's jumping. I feel
0: like we're doing much better. It's a lot going on. Feel me? But still, like I said, Everything is for the taking. So I'm going to take it.
1: <laughs> for sure. And we also see that the Brooklyn drill scene is somewhat divided, right? And I've seen in one of your prior interviews that you said it's kind of like 50-50. Yeah, so it's 50. what would you feel like would take to bring the unity and bring everybody together? What is the 50 and what is the other 50? <sighs>
0: yeah, listen, it can't really, it
1: ain't no way. in no honesty.
0: Feel me like- because bodies then dropped behind certain shit. So it's like, with that, you could never really bring people together. It's always going to be somebody, family member that feel away. So it's like, regardless of whether you're talking about on the music tip, you got to remember it's people back in the hood who still living in them trenches, who still got to wake up and one day see their you whatever the case may be. So it's different.
1: Why do you think people overlook the
0: talent in New York? Well, I feel like sometimes New York could be a a little too much for certain people, you know? So like I said, it's from somewhere where everything is is aggressive, it's a fast pace, and if you're not tuned in, you're not going to really understand what's going on. So I feel like it's just uh, a misunderstanding or not being well well in tune enough with what's going on over there. That's about it, though.
1: For sure, that. Talk to us about having a solid, supportive foundation around you at all times.
0: It's needed, but I, I think you'll go crazy. You definitely need that. You need your brothers. You feel me? You need your family. You need, you need all of that. Cause in all honesty, like I said, I, I did this by myself, but with them, it just made it whole more easier. Feel me, with them, it made it whole more easier. So it's, it's important. It's important to have a solid group of people around you who really believe in you, genuinely believe
1: in you. Sorry. And family definitely is important to you. You got your mother's name tatted all on your face. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, mama <laughs> love. The what made you take surreal, that pain from all dudes? Oh, well, it's two reasons I'm going to give you right now. Like, I love my mother to death. I'll yeah. do anything for my mother, give my mother, my mother anything. And, you know, we argue a lot because we the same. Like, me and mom. if you ever, if you get around the both of us, you'll see my father, the more quiet, reserved one. Me and my mother is just on go all the time. She got that same energy as me. So we bump heads, but it's not a thing I wouldn't do for my mother, you see what I'm saying? So that was one main reason. And then again, this is my dedication to rap. I can't do nothing else after this, feel me? So I gotta gotta keep pushing myself with with these on my face because I know now it's like, this is the only thing you got left, make it last.
1: So talk to us about the island culture in New York, because you yourself are Haitian and Trini, right? Yeah, that's a fact. Um, it's big out there, you know. You got
0: you got Caribbean restaurants on every corner. <laughs> no funny shit. And it's and, it, and it's it's really diverse when you look at it. It's every everybody in one place at a time. You feel me? So you are bound to get something good out of that. But it's a that's a big part of my music, I believe. Because growing up young, I used to bump soca music because of my mother. Feel me, she playing and my pops playing. It, I'm listening to it, and compa, you feel me, all of that. So, I feel like that definitely played a, a big
1: role in my music. That's real. Yeah. Not only does it play a big role in your music, I feel like it plays a big role between New York itself. Yes, it definitely does. That's a fact. It definitely does. <laughs> so, talk to us about your forthcoming project. Um, Life of a Five album
0: dropping in June, around my birthday. For me, so not, that for me is just, it's different, bro. When I be thinking about that, I ain't never thought I'd be dropping an album in my life. So it, it's different. That's going to be a big, big accomplishment for me. Sure. <laughs> Any features? Yeah, you could expect a few. know me, um, you could expect my son Chef on there. Um, hopefully my son Abra, Kadabra from the UK, uh, Young Blue. Um, what else we got on there? Ob and J from you feel me from Louisiana Baton Rouge. That's my fucking god, feel me. But yeah, we got a big one, and probably a few others. We still working on it. It's like we got so much right now. We just we just we gonna keep building, keep going, just keep making more tracks. And if we wanna switch some shit, we some shit out. But we got a lot, we got a lot to work with.
1: What's your personal favorite song on the project? Damn. That's tough.
0: It's too much. <laughs> I value all them tracks the same.
1: I might even gonna lie to you. For sure. So currently you're signing a distribution with Empire, right? Mm-hmm. Would you ever consider signing to a major? Nah. It will not make
0: sense. It will not make sense. I could do more for myself and do more with them than I feel any major label could do with me. So uh, I'm gonna stay independent. Facts.
1: So how is it to see some of your peers like Sleepy Hollow and Chef G also want to come up? That shit
0: beautiful because it's like, before I was even making music I used to bump niggas. See what I'm saying? So it's like, when you thinking about that, it's just, we all doing the same shit. We all trying to make it out. Feel me? Trying to find a safer route. And that's what we doing.
1: So what's next for Dusty Uh, You could
0: expect a lot of more music, big videos real life movies and um yeah just expect to see me here for a long while that's what's coming up for me a whole lot of you just gonna hear a whole lot of dusty locaine don dusty on repeat any last words and shout outs and, you know, shout the game nina fever get you peter feel me long live the cars long live all the dad homies feel me free all the, free all the the real suvies Ain't no gangster. Listen, I walk in the spot. 30 on me and some chubs. All my niggas really
1: rock. Roll, control. Hey man, it's your boy Shar. It's your boy G Downs. Here from Bad Speakers Podcast. If you're a fan of Bad Speaker Podcast, then be sure to check and subscribe to Bad Speakers Podcast. A show that covers interviews, music, hip-hop, sex, barbershop talk, anything that you want from the culture and podcast. And it's brought to you by, exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators. Hey man, if you want that real, tune in to Bad Speakers Podcast. Uncut, unadulterated, real Hip hop, barbershop talk.